Amen. Praise God. How well, many know a farmer watches over his harvest? I just wanted to add this. A farmer watches over his harvest, y'all. So y'all planted seed today. Are you calling in your harvest? Or are you just kind of throwing it in and saying, there it goes, and then you cry on the way <laughs> out the door? No, I'm just teasing. No, it's important that we speak over our, our seed and what we're given, and we call it in, and we send the angels forth to bring in the blessing, that it, we abound in blessings. We don't lack for any good thing. Amen? Amen. Amen. I think it's important for us to be doing that. That's why we do this confession, because we need to be speaking over what we're doing. We Amen. really believe in speaking the word over things. We're not, we're not just uh, alms givers. Right. We're sowers. Yes. Sowers, sowers expect something. Sowers are, are watering and they're, and they're weeding and they're taking care of the, the crop once it's in the ground. So, yeah, praise God. It's good to be here today. I'm just, I'm just excited about, uh, about God today, and, and I, I'm just encouraged. You know, I, how many have been doing God for quite a, a big portion of your life? <laughs> is that a way of saying that? Is that? That's not bad, is it? It's like, man, it's, God is my life, you know? He's, he's, he's about who I am. Yes. And um, so... It's it's good to go back though, and we're doing this today. We're going to celebrate how God has been in this body for for these last six years, and um, and 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 to be encouraged. I, I we really have to look back and say, uh, "Wow, God has really been real in my life. He's been faithful in my life, and right now He likes me." How many know that God likes you? How many know that God is doing you? <laughs> All right. Anybody, is, is God doing anything in your life? He's, 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 he's aggressive, isn't he? He's, he doesn't wait around. He's, he's all for us. And uh, so we're going to do this today. We're going to celebrate, and this is kind of different, but it's something I think we really need to be encouraged in. I am. I'm, I'm thinking, man, God has been so good. And, and where he's taking us, what he's doing in our life. And so uh, we're going to do this together. And we have a, so over the last year, we've had each, each person that's a part of this body is so precious, is what we're about. We're about each other. Uh, we're not just coming for ourselves. We're coming for each other, aren't we? And so we, we put together a video. Lindsay did. This is really a wonderful video. It just shows uh, life that, that we're living together, that walking in newness of life together. And let's just enjoy this video. If you want to bring the lights down a little bit, we can enjoy it. I'm so blessed. Hallelujah, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. Hallelujah, I'm blessed. Trouble knocking at my door today. I ain't gonna let it in. And worry wanna steal my joy away. But I ain't gonna let it win. Cause on my best day, I'm a child of God. On my worst day, I'm a child of God. Oh, every day.
so blessed Gotta thank you for the highs and lows You drive, I just never wanna ride alone Everything ain't perfect, but you deserve my worship Always sending gloves, even when I seen the furthest, yeah The ground at a hard time low But if I got you, then all I know because that's what we're doing. We're doing life together, but we're changing the world one person at a time, affecting the world for the kingdom, and exposing people to the goodness of God, bringing hope to a lost and dying world, and helping people get through stuff. Sometimes life happens, right? And we have to deal with some things. And it's important that we have one another to lean on, to encourage, to help. You can't, you're not meant to be out there on your own. You're not meant to be isolated. You know, the devil loves it when you're off on your own. That's a playground for him. He can just wreak havoc in your mind and in your heart. And when we're combined together, when we're locking arms, you know, I, I did a teaching one time on the Navy SEALs and how they, you know, they go through that hole. They call it Hell Week. Y'all know what they go through? Anybody familiar? No? Am I the only one? <laughs> they go through Hell Week where they just put them through some intense training and sometimes, actually, I heard somebody just recently died because it was just so intense. They put them in this freezing cold water for hours and hours. They have to push through a lot of stuff. But they, I have, do you have that picture I sent you? I, I didn't. But Probably I didn't. not. Sorry. So, but they, they lock arms like this, and they're just laying in this freezing ice cold in water. In the surf. In, in the surf. And they're just, they have to lay there for like eight hours. And if one gives up, then the whole team loses. And I, I love that picture because, it, to me, it's a picture of the body of Christ. Because when we're going through things, we need each other. You don't need to be out there by yourself. You need to have somebody be able to call and lock arms and say, I'm going through something. I need a brother or I need a sister to pray for me and encourage me. And that's what the church is. You know, Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. You know why the gates of hell can't prevail against? Because we're stronger together. We're better together. We can't do this by ourselves. And that's, I'll just put this little plug in. This is the fallacy of online church. It's wonderful for those who can't get out. But the problem with it is there's, you don't know what you're getting. You're getting we're, we're online. Well, I know. <laughs> Hello to those online. We do have some people overseas watching us. And thank you for watching. But I'm just saying, if you have a church that you can go you to, to have be a home part body. of the body, it's important yeah. that you're there. And then you're there for them. You might think you don't need it. 
but we need you because every joint brings a supply, the Word of God says. Every one of us have a supply yeah. of the Spirit to bring together to help encourage, and we need your supply. Amen. So that's why it's important Amen. we're gathering, and it's part of our thing, part of our, part of our uh, vision. Part of, yeah, it is Gather, our vision. Gather, grow, and go. Yeah, we're about each other. I, I love that, that song. Don't you like that song? On my worst day, I'm a child of God. On my best day, I'm a child of God. Every day, I'm a child of God. And you know, what, what the enemy wants to do is, is when you go through something where you fail or, or you're going through something bad, and God's really been helped. I, I, I don't know. I get, don't you like it when you get a little revelation through the day? And it's like, well, you know what? That's not who I am if you go through something. you know, Because the devil wants to label us. He wants to say, that's who you are because that's what you did. And, and, and God says, no, no, you're a child of God. No matter what you did, right. you're a child of God. Right. And, uh, and, and man, that's so encouraging. It takes all the pressure off. We don't, we don't have to be, we don't have to perform at, at a great level. God just says, come walk with me. It's going to be easy if you just walk with me. So anyway, I, I'm thinking about this celebration. We are celebrating uh, six years today. And, and um, what is that? What, what is that six years of? And, and, and I think about that with a, a birthday. How many have a birthday? <laughs> kind of have to have a birthday, right? <laughs> but how many know that your life didn't begin on your birthday? It, it started way before that, didn't it? <clears throat> I told my wife, uh, like our kids' um, birthday began when I first saw her. Something started a long time ago that enabled a first breath on this earth. <laughs> and, and, and I was thinking about that with regard to this, this church body also, because it, it, let me just comment on that a little bit more. The, the thing about <clears throat> your children is you are the greatest celebrator of their birthday, aren't you, if you're a parent? And I was thinking about that today, you know, because we're celebrating this, but this isn't us. This is God's work. And I think that's what I want to really emphasize right off the bat is this isn't just me. This is God. And the more you get that secure in you, man, it makes you feel good about what you're doing. And that's what I want to celebrate today. This is God's work here today, you know. And so I was thinking about over my life because we are, this is Pastor Kim and I'm Pastor Stephen. Glad you guys came in. You, you're, we heard you were coming, so we set up these tables and... And you get to have a meal and everything. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Meal, just for so this is kind of different. We, we usually don't do this, but it's kind of fun. And thanks for joining us. You came us. on a good day. <laughs> on, it's, it's good every time. But, 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 um, <laughs> but, but I was thinking back just over my life. And I'm, you know, God wants us all to see this. That, that what we've gone through in our life isn't disabling. It's not disqualifying. It's who we are. And God, from the moment that we first start breathing, is, is, has a plan for our life, and he's, and he's wanting to draw us into something that's really cool. And I just think back over my life, uh, uh, and how God was speaking into me, and, and how, man, years ago, he started drawing our heart to where we are right now. And I was thinking about this. This is not something that, that we just came up with an idea. This was God moving on our hearts a long time ago. I won't say how many years, but it's been, it's been years that God puts this in your heart. But what, I, and, and this, what it did is it, it drew us to this place. It drew us to, to this body to begin something. But you know, God doesn't just use one person. <laughs> 
It takes two people to make a family. <laughs> it takes a, a, a group of people to be a part of the body of Christ. And so when I was thinking about this, I thought, God was working in me umpteen years ago to get me to this place, and I'm grateful for it. It's so wonderful to be able to come and serve and to love you guys and to just, you know, lay down my life. And, um, but I'm thinking, this wasn't just about me. I can look around this room right now and I can say, man, God was birthing that in them too. And as soon as they came and they, they joined up with us, because I, yeah, <laughs> life begins at conception, but birth, that first breath, gives functionality in the world. Yeah. You know, I think about that when, when we came together six years ago, we, when we launched New Life Church, it was God was breathing breath into us. He was breathing breath into me personally, but every person that comes together and is a part of that. There's a breath of purpose. There's a breath of direction. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I think some of this celebrate. Well, God really has, has designed for me to come together and be a part of something that's his work. It's bigger than just me. Yeah. Boy, that's a key. Because <laughs> I get liberated from just what, what I'm about when I get a part of what God's about. Let me just read a couple scriptures here real quick to just kind of drive this in. So I don't know if you saw in, in I, know, I know you have, but I don't know if you guys saw this coming in. We have three banners out there and it's kind of our vision. It's, it's gather, grow, and go. So the, the three G's. There used to be three. Should we sing like that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was somebody recently that just did a, there were some Asian guys that did one of the, th uh, the, Bee Gees. the Bee Gees. There we go. <laughs> Not the three Gs, the, the Bee Gees. It did the Bee Gees. Anyway, reminded me of that. Okay, <laughs> forgive me. Isaiah 49 one says, listen to me, all you in distant lands. Pay attention, you who care, are, uh, you who are far away. The Lord called me before my birth. Now, this was a prophet. This was somebody that was going to speak things, you know, that were really going to make a difference. But he had to have this understanding of himself before he could be functional for God. Right. He had to say, the Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb, he called me by name. Can we just say this together? Yeah. This last sentence, can we just say this out loud together? One, two, three. The Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb, he called me by name. Isn't that good? We need to have this understanding that where I am right now is because of God, where God wants, has brought me so far, and he wants me to go somewhere else from here. Amen? <laughs> okay, so let's look at one more here. Psalms 118. We like to write songs about this psalm, uh, and, and it has to do with, I was thinking about Remember Nicodemus, Jesus, uh, he came to Jesus at night and he said, what, what do I have to do to have this life? He said, you have to be born again. And that's like a new concept altogether. But there is this requirement in order for us to get connected with God's body. We have to become born again, but then we have to become part of his body also. We have to be, have breath breathed in us for this. And there's a day. This is a day of God's making this new birth that we're a part of. And, and uh, this psalm is so wonderful. It says, this was the Lord's doing. Man, let's say this is the Lord's doing. What we're a part of. Can we say that? This is the Lord's doing. 
Amen? It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. What do you rejoice in? Something that is you. <laughs> right? When, it, when it's making a difference in your, your life, you're going to rejoice. You're going to be glad in it. And that's why we're celebrating here today. This is what we're a part of. God's brought us to the kingdom for just this time. And we're connected with this. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So. So I saw this, uh, another quote. This is by Dwight Moody. It says, church attendance is as vital to a disciple as a transfusion of rich, healthy blood to a sick man. And then another quote, the church is not a theological classroom, which I think sometimes people think that's what it is. It is a conversion, a confession, a repentance, a reconciliation, forgiveness, and sanctification center where flawed people place their faith in Christ, gather to know and love him better, and learn to love others as he designed. And I love this because, you know, it's important to be around one another you know, the word talks about the importance of us coming together, that we become uh, built up. There's a building up when we come together, not only just by being together, but through the word of God. There's an impartation by the spirit. There's something happening here by the spirit that you may or may not even be aware of, that there are things going into your heart and into your soul. And the Holy Spirit has an opportunity to, to talk to you in your spiritual ears and show, show you some things about your life to make a change, to make a difference. And those things that only come when you're coming in together in the presence of a corporate anointing. There's an anointing that you have by yourself, an individual anointing, but when you come together in this corporate place, there's a special corporate anointing where the Holy Spirit is able to speak and, and, and shed some light on some things in your heart and reveal his will for your life. And what happens if you just decide it's not important to come and be a part of, then you miss out on that. And how much more does he have for us? And how much more, you know, we saw that during the C word during 2020. <laughs> for those two years, we went through all the stuff, you know, and people were staying home and not, you know, and we could, our church was like, no, we got to gather. We got to be, we got to be together. Well, you could see that, that need of, you know, when you don't have cake, all you can think about is cake. <laughs> I can't, when you go on a diet, you're like, you can't have any cake this week. And all you can think about is chocolate cake, right? What happens when you're not allowed to gather? All you can think about is, I got to get to church. I got to get to church. But then when the door is open and you're able, then all of a sudden it's like, eh, I think I'll just stay home and, you know, and just take it easy or find other reasons. And it's so important. I'm, I'm just stressing the importance of us coming together. And the word talks about it, especially in the last days, especially in the last days that we're here together corporately because we're drawing strength from one another. And like I said earlier, it's important. There's something that you're bringing. And so that gathering together is so vital. How do you learn anything when you're going to college? You have to sit under a teacher. You have to have your heart open. You have to be listening or school or any kind of training or anything that you're doing. How do you, how do you educate yourself? Do you just, just, does it happen? You know, I know there's lots of things going on now online, but back in the day when we were going to school, it was important that you came together and your teacher was able to, you know, impart some things into you to give you wisdom. 
And uh, that's what it, it, it's all about with church. It's like we've got to come together and listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. There's an impartation that he has for each and every one of us if we're listening for it. Amen? And so we're built up that way and imparting the heart of God to one another. Amen. And so God's doing this. Yeah. He's, he's done this in my heart. You know, he, he draws us to the body and he, and he, and he wants us to, to be, breathe life into it by being there. So what, what happens when we do come? And this is, this is what we're, we're wanting to celebrate here today. What God's doing, what he's done, what he's, he's gathered us together. What has happened over the last six years though? And, and you know, we could have a testimony service and I'll just testify for myself. I've changed in the last six years. I've changed a lot. Yes, uh, I, I see. <laughs> this this stuff is actually supposed to work, and it, and it does. Yeah, I, 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 the word, if you receive the word if you, as, as a seed, yeah. and, and you allow it over time, it's going to make a change in you. Mm-hmm. And what is that change? It's growth. You're growing up in maturity. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to be doing whatever you think is okay. You start to actually do what God says, right? Yeah. And how can you help but not grow? And so this is God's work. He gathers us. He pulls on our hearts. He speaks a vision into our heart to become a part of something, right? And it becomes, it's essential. You cannot, be, you cannot be strong on your own. You have to be together. But then once we do come together, there's, there's this growth that's going to take place. That's God's doing also. God's doing all of this. This is what we need to celebrate. Yay, God, today. Amen? Yes, yes. <laughs> Yay, God, what he's done in us today. And, and, and let's lay hold upon this. First of all, I'm a child of God. First of all, he's called me to this place. And then he's growing me in this place. Mm-hmm. And I want to celebrate that. I'm not like I used to be. Amen? As wonderful as I was, somehow I was able to catch her. Mm-hmm. I'm even better now. <laughs> All right. God likes me. Yes. <laughs> so let's look at, at Philippians 2.13. So this is what we're about. We're, we are celebrating this. Let's do this. That God's working in us. Yeah. He's accomplishing a purpose. Aren't you glad the kids don't just stay babies? They're so wonderful. When they first come out of the womb and they let out a cry and you say, oh, it's just so wonderful how perfect as little baby is and they better not stay like that (laughs) they better grow up haven't they (laughs) and given the right environment given the right uh education they will develop in and develop unique gifts right that really give them purpose in their life Mm -hmm. now that's that's just a natural baby isn't it but it's the same way in in the church or as a Christian, it's not enough to just say, Jesus is my Lord. He says, okay, now are you going to be my servant? <laughs> are you going to be my disciple? Right. You know, we, we were called to not just get people saved, but to make disciples. And what is that? You got to grow. That means you're going you're gonna to conform to a pattern that's going to take you on a, on a pathway that's going to let you not be a baby in six years, Right? And so that's what we celebrate. We've been faithful. God's called people to this body. We've been faithful to not just hear the word, to do the word. And so we celebrate what God's done as a result of that. He's the one that does it. We just, we just 
receive it, we water it, we sow it. <laughs> and God does, makes the increase come, doesn't he? Philippians 2.13, for God is working in you. Can you say God is working in me? Woohoo! I, you got to do the woohoo part too. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. There, there needs to be some celebration in this. Is God working in you? Man, that should make you happy, shouldn't it? How is he working in you? Well, you've been where you're supposed to be, and you've heard what you're supposed to heard, and you've done what you're supposed to done. That's how God works in us. He doesn't just work in us randomly, right? We have to be in the right place. You got to hear the right stuff, and you got to do something with it, right? <laughs> So God is at work in you, giving you the desires. Do you ever have a problem with desire sometime? Say, oh, I just don't even want to, I want to go to church today. I don't know if I want, I don't want to comb my hair. I would go to church if I didn't have to comb my hair. Right? God, but God's actually working in us to actually want to do what he wants. If we let him, right? And we can celebrate. How many have had an increase of want, desire for God? Amen? I have. I'm growing in my desire for God. Not just to, to like him and stuff, but for him to do stuff. Amen? And then for me to do what pleases him. You know, you can, go to, you can be a part of a religion where people are saying, well, you better do this, you better do this or else. You know what? It's a lot easier if you want to do it. Isn't it? And God wants you to do some things. He wants you to not do some things. The things he doesn't want you to do are the things that are going to hurt you. Because he's a good father, yeah. right? And the things he wants you to do are things that are going to be for your good. And, and he's working in us. Let's lay hold upon this, amen? God's working in me yeah. because I'm faithful to this body. We're celebrating this. What are we celebrating? Uh, this is a good thing to celebrate, isn't it? Amen? Hebrews 13, 20. Let me read this. Now may the God of peace. Aren't you glad he's a God of peace? Amen? Who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. May he equip you. This is the growing time, isn't it? You need to be equipped. If you're going to be functional, if you're going to not be a baby anymore, you got to be equipped, don't you? That's why they make you go to school. Because <laughs> you got to be equipped to be something than somebody just sitting on the couch, right? Uh, he will equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that good? So God has gathered hearts that are connected. Man, I think about people in this body right now and it's like, it just makes you want to cry. We've been connected. People have Somebody was brought from Boston. I never thought I'd be a Texan, but I'm here talking Texan with people. <laughs> and going out, we went out yesterday and shot uh, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it went out on a deer lease and shot some guns. We had a men's thing going on. Yeah, we weren't shooting women. No, it was... <laughs> It was a man's thing. The women probably could go if we wanted. <laughs> well, we don't need people to be showing us up that are of the opposite gender, so <laughs> that's why we don't invite the women. <laughs> right. It's like we, we got our, we got our uh, concealed license, and we went and took our tests together, you know, at, at one of the shooting ranges around here, and Sandra beat all of us. I mean, she, 
I don't even think she had shot a gun before. She hadn't shot one since. Man, she could just stand there with her, you know, as a with a, a handgun. She, anyway, what was I got way off the subject. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, God, God has brought us together from all different backgrounds to be connected, to gather together, but then we can grow together. So we we were we were coming from different places, but now we grow and we become the same together for His glory, and He and He and He's perfecting these things in us. Amen. Woohoo! Yes. All right. I, one of my favorite script. This is my favorite scripture. I asked him one time. I said, "Do you know what my favorite scripture is?" I want to encourage you, you if you have a spouse, know what your spouse's favorite scripture is. So but, what's mine in there? Uh, yours is the one about. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Fragrance of knowing him, that one. That's one of them. I do like that one, yeah. That's yeah. good. Anyway, Philippians 3.10 is my favorite. Um, and it says, for my determined purpose is that I may know him and that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly, more clearly, and that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers, that's us, so that I may share in his suffering as to be continually transformed in the spirit into his likeness, even to his death in the hope. And, you know, I like this scripture because it, it's, how many have ever been determined to do something? You're determined to do something. I, I give this little example, and I, I know it's pretty yucky, but so when I met my husband, what, what got us together, besides singing together, was I used to be a nail tech. Make tomato soup. I used to be a nail tech. And he is a classical guitarist by degree. And so he tells me, I, I started doing his nails. I know that sounds weird, but he has four nails that he uses to play the guitar with. So when we first got together, that's, that was our date. We would, I'd do his nails. So I'd hold his hand and he'd, do, he'd rub my finger while I was doing his nails. Anyway. Um, it was really creepy. It was creepy. So... so <laughs> But he tells me when he was in college that he was so, this is my point, determined to play the guitar well that his fingernails were so limp, flimsy he would cut his toenails off and glue them onto his fingers, fingernails, to be able to, I know, isn't that awful? He doesn't do it anymore, so praise the Lord. But he was so determined to get a certain sound from the guitar that that was the only way that he could do it was to do the, it. The toenail sound. The toenail sound, I guess. I know that's kind of an awful example. But to me, it, it shows his determination that he's going to do this and he's going to do it well. And so I'm thinking, you know, what, what makes us determined to know Christ? What makes us, you know, our son is very determined. He has not looked this way all of his life. He was a very small child. <laughs> very tiny little limbs and at one point in his life he decided and and our other son decided I think I want to do something with this body that I have and he started working out and he started um, taking different supplements that would help increase things and he would um, not eat certain foods and 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 he works out pretty you work out pretty steadily right often I hope so. <laughs> and so I was thinking about this example of how he's so determined to get to a certain point with his body that he's willing to sacrifice other things with that time that he has to put his determination in being able to focus on what he's building. 
And that's what we're doing here. We're, we're determined to know Christ. We're determined to know who he is and the power that there is available. And that scripture goes on and it talks about and, and to know his, the sufferings. How many have gone through some stuff? How many can say, and I know that's a bad word in Christian, the Christian world, sufferings. And I'm not saying that God brings sufferings on us, but we live in a fallen world. And the word says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he will deliver us out of them all if we're following after his ways. But you know what? There's man's part and there's God's part. I have to do my part to access what he's provided for me. What does it take to become a born-again Christian? Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that he is Lord, right? So if I don't do my part, Jesus already did his part. He provided salvation for me through the cross. But if I don't access what's available to me, I don't ever have the opportunity to enjoy what he's given me. Well, that's a part of us growing in what we have available to us is we have the opportunity to, to pick up the weights, to, to start building our spiritual muscles and set aside time for this time. That's what you're doing right now. You're setting aside time and you're lifting up some spiritual uh, weights, some muscles are being built up right now, and there's an increase on the inside of you, and the Holy Spirit's able to impart some things, like I was saying earlier, into your heart, whereas when you go out there and you start dealing with some suffering or situation that is difficult on your flesh, then you're able to say, wait, I heard this in church the other day. I heard this about walking in love when somebody makes you mad. I heard this about uh, that I'm more than a conqueror. When some bad report comes your way, I heard this, that I, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I heard this, that I have the mind of Christ. I heard this, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So I don't have to be moved by my circumstance. I heard this, that my yeah. God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. I heard this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yeah. I heard some things in church, and so when I'm out there and I'm dealing with some sufferings, or I see somebody who's suffering, and I'm dealing with somebody who's dealing with fear and anxiety or depression or, or, or they're wanting to end their life. There's a major spirit of suicide in our world today. Mm. You all understand the darkness that's in the world. And it's getting darker because the end is near. But we are the light of the world. And our light needs to shine bright. We need to be salty. We need to be the light. And when we come in here, it's like plugging in our phone into the wall we, all of a sudden, we're energized. We're like the energizer bunny. We get all pumped up and ready to go out and be able to share the love of Jesus because we've heard some things, not just heard some things, just, just words, but we're hearing some things. There's impartations taking place in our spirits. Our spirits are being increased as we're in this place together. And we go out and we go. That's the last part. We go. And we share the love of Jesus. Let me just read this last part here. It says, um, I'll read in verse 12. It says, not that I have attained this idea or have already been made perfect, but I press on and I lay hold and I grasp and make it my own, that for which Christ the Messiah has had laid hold of me and made me his own. So in other words, I'm not, I'm not attaining this in and of my own strength or my own ability, but it's Christ that lives in me. The word of God says that it's no longer I that lives, but it's Christ that lives in me. I'm not, it's not about being a human being. It's, it's, it's not what I do. It's, it's about who I am in Christ, right? It's, 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 I'm, a, I'm a new creature in Christ. I'm a new person 
And, and so it's not about what I do well, because eventually, you know, life starts to draw towards an end, and you're not going to be able to do things after a while. The doer starts to wane. The doer gets tired. The doer is moving on to heaven eventually. You see what I'm saying? The body gets tired. Things start to go on. And you're not doing as much as you were before. And if my confidence is completely in being able to do things, then eventually I'm, and I find my identity and my doer, then I'm going to disappoint myself. But if I have confidence in who I am in Christ, and that alone, that will never change. Who you are in Christ will never change. It's not about what you can do. It's not about what you can't do. It's not about your past. It's not about your future. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about what you live in or what you drive. It's not about how good you are or what spouse you have or any kind of status quo. It's about whose you are. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory living on the inside of you. And that's what makes a difference in us. Amen? Amen. That's Amen. what makes a difference in us. Amen. We can go into the world. We can hold our head up high. We can be confident and bold. The word says that God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. We need to be aware of it. But he's given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind, which means we have safe thinking when we've been transformed in the word. And that's what our growing is about, is the transformation. Our spirit's been made alive unto God, but there's still a necessity for your mind to be transformed because the stinking thinking is what gets you in trouble, and this is where the battlefield is. And we've got to defeat those thoughts and those things with the word of God. We do it individually on a day-to-day -day basis, but then when we come together here, we gather, we grow together. We hear the word of God, the spirit, the Holy Spirit moves. And you all know, if you've been with us very long, our heart is to flow with the Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit time to move in our, our services, to allow for, you know, the gifts of the Spirit to move, for things to be said by the Spirit, in the Spirit, um, and, and to help increase us in, on the inside. There's an increase. You should, if you're not increasing, you're decreasing. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. What's that saying you said a long time ago? If I'm not being transformed by the word, I'm being deformed by the world. Isn't that good? If I'm not being transformed by the word, I'm being deformed by the wor world. That's what my pastor said. Hmm. And also something else he said is, your choice of meditation is your choice of worship. And so whatever you're meditating on all the time, that's what you're worshiping. And we have a lot of idols in our life. We should be worshiping. You know, I told our team right before, and I'm done. I told our team right before we our prayer time, or after our prayer time, I said, let's just enjoy this day. We've done our part. We've done the best we can. And now let's enjoy the presence of God. Let's just, this is a celebration. Let's enjoy what God is doing in this place. Let's enjoy his presence. I give you permission to release the weight of whatever it is that you're carrying. Roll your works on the Lord, release the weight of it, and enjoy his presence. That's what we're supposed to be doing day to day. Amen. 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 So this is what we've done. Let's celebrate this. Let's say this is what we have done. Yes. Amen. Amen. We know these things. This is the word that we put in. These are the things that we're bringing out. So in the process, we, we kind of started off talking about the, the birth six years ago. That God gathered us together. He conceived us. He birthed us together. We've grown. But what happens if you grow up, what ends up taking place is you reproduce, don't you? 
In fact, that's, that's what should happen. Um, actually, Jesus said, you know, if you don't reproduce, uh, you're, you're going to get cut off. Now, you can be single all your life. and You're not going to get cut off necessarily. But there is this natural, there's this natural need to produce. That Growth isn't just for you. Yeah. Growth is to produce something in somebody else. And so that's why the, the last part of this is go. And this is something that I'm, I'm encouraging, I'm speaking it over us, that we're going to develop in this more. We've, we've had some wonderful people that, that we've come together, we've, we're growing together, but we need to reproduce. Yes. And let's just say that that's what we do, yes. amen? Yes. Let's just declare it over us. This is what we're doing. I, I love this about what my wife, you know, I, I can say things about myself. Anybody say, well, this is just how I am? Anybody want to admit? This is just how I am. I'm trying to say it Texan so y'all understand. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But this is just how I am. And you know what? My wife, she says, you know what? Well, what does God say about you? You know, maybe you need to say something different about you. And the thing about growing up in God is going to get you to where you don't need to be saying stuff about yourself anymore. You're going to go take something to somebody else. And, and this is really what, what we are. Let's just declare this over ourselves. Amen? That we're grown up now and we're ready to reproduce. Yeah. Amen? <laughs> All right, a little FTR, okay. <laughs> so let's look at 2 Corinthians 5, 19. For God was in Christ reconciling. What, what is reconciling? Let's bring it back together. Everybody in this world right now was created by God. And there's a need for them to come back together with God, right? <clears throat> for God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. It's not about condemnation. It's not about going telling people how bad they are. It's about telling them how they can get to know God. Right. And he can make things right. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. That's what it is, right? So we are Christ's ambassadors. So when you grow up, when you, when you get connected with the body, when you grow there, it's so that you can become God's ambassador. That, what is that? That's where God's showing up in you wherever you go. They get to know God because you show up. It's kind of hard to do if you're a baby, if you're still just asking for stuff. But once you grow up and, and now you're secure in who you are, now you can take care of somebody else, right? So we're your Christ's ambassador. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. That's somebody that knows where they're at. They say, come join us here. Amen? Let's say this over our bodies. This is who we are. We're reproducers. Amen? <laughs> we bear fruit in this place. Uh, so this is the go part of this. This is what we need to celebrate this. Say this is what God is bringing us to. It's a pur purpose that's significant. Way beyond me. It's, it's taking somebody else. Getting, letting them know God too. Amen? I think you had one more quote here. Um, I like this quote. It says, we're carriers of the gospel, not just consumers. And we can be very, the whole wide world, we're, what are we into? Selfies. It's a self, self, self world, right? And that's scriptural too. In the last days, many, many will be lovers of themselves. And I'm just so determined to not be that way. I want to be others minded. You know, there's a little song we used to sing, you know, I grew up in church. J-O-Y, J-O-Y, this is what it means. You guys... Jesus first, 
and yourself last and others in between. You guys know that song? Well, now you do. J-O-Y, J-O-Y, this is what it means. Jesus first, yourself last, and the others in between. And so it, the focus, being able to, to be able to impart the heart of God to people wherever you go. I don't care where you're at. If you're at the gym, if you're at the store, if you're working on a job, whatever it is you're doing, you can bring Jesus to people. You know, um, our, our youngest son, Hunter, he, you all know he tried out for this, and we're going to talk about it a little bit because we're going to do a... Um, a night where we celebrate, but he tried out for this hallelujah, what is it called? Hallelujah Auditions? And it's kind of like a Christian uh, American Idol. lower end, maybe, American Idol. I don't know. I don't want to, like, make it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's not on, it's not on TV, but it, it, will be tele it will be online. It will be made available online. Anyways, out of, what, 300 people, he got in the final. Okay. Oh, so a few thousand. A few thousand and then 300. And then 300. And then he got in the final 10. Yeah, Hunter. Woo! Woo! Representing Liberty Hill. So on May 20th, and we'll let you all know more. Uh, we're going to do an online thing. It's at 7 p.m. Um, but And you can vote. You do have to pay, I think, $10 to get on and vote, watch it. But um, Oh, there's a 30-minute window after you watch it. You have to buy the ticket. Anyways, my point was he's getting ready to go try out for this. And, you know, if you, I don't know if you all know his testimony. Just, uh, you know, quickly, he, he was um, bullied in school, and he was short and stout. And so they bullied <laughs> Just say fat. He's, he was short and stout. And uh, kids are mean in school, and this was before now. I mean, it was, you know, back a little ways. They were just mean, and they, uh, we took him out of school and homeschooled him and then put him back in. He grew up and got skinny and <laughs> kind of went a different direction. And, well, he said, I want to sing. And so we went put him in school, and the choir teacher just took a liking to him, and um, he sang the first and last uh, song at at the game and then got the solo at, at graduation. And I said all that to say God has just brought such uh, redemption to his life through, you know, the, the word, him just, he, he says he, I didn't know this, he wanted to actually take his life at one point because he was being so terrorized by these kids. It was terrible. But anyway, he gives his testimony and he was getting ready to go try out for this thing. And I said, Hunter, I said, um, don't give them your gift. Anybody can get up and sing. Give them Jesus because somebody in that audience needs what you have on the inside. And you're used to ministering. You're used to being uh, in front of people. Forget about yourself. Anybody can get up here and sing. We've done it all our lives. But not everybody can minister and, and minister the anointing where it touches the heart of people. And that's really the, the focus in, in what we do here. And my heart about what I'm saying here is that you get, it, as soon as you can get your mind off of yourself and start focusing on what is on the inside, Christ on the inside of you, and that anointing that's on the inside of you, you're a carrier of the glory of God. And once you're able to impart the heart of that to somebody, that's when it makes a difference. That's when you're giving people Jesus. And I believe it's He's got a fabulous gift, yes, but I believe that's what enabled him to get where he is. He gave him Jesus, right? And so that's our focus is when we go into the world, 
we're giving people Jesus. Amen. We're not just, we're carriers. We're not just consumers. We're not just taking it for ourselves. We need change, yes, but let's not be so focused on ourselves for our change that we don't help bring change to somebody else, right? Actually, that, that's, that's an evidence of maturity is when your excitement is for going rather than receiving. And so let's, let's, let's let this be a big part of our celebration. Man, we're going. We've been given a purpose. We're growed up. Not going away, just going out the world. We're going out into Liberty Hill. We're going, we're going to our neighbors. We're, we're listening to the voice of the Spirit and following the voice of the Spirit. So, so thank you for celebrating with us today. Are you, yes. are you excited? Yes. Amen. How many have been affected by coming to New Life? I know there are testimonies after testimonies just healings and deliverances. And, um, you know, I've had so many people say, this is a place of healing. This is Amen. a place of healing. So, and it's God. To God it's be God the doing the work. Amen. Yes. Praise God. Amen.